Welcome to another exciting episode of the Opportunity Zones podcast, the weekly show where we interview Opportunity Zones professionals and experts from fund managers to tax advisors, from real estate developers to venture capitalists. If it impacts Opportunity Zones or the Opportunity Funds industry, we cover it here on the Opportunity Zones podcast. Welcome to the Opportunity Zones podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Atkinson, and today we're discussing impact investing and an upcoming impact investing survey. Joining me today to discuss this is Reed Thomas, Executive Vice President of Sales and Marketing at JTC Americas. They are the organizer of the survey that we'll be discussing today, and they've partnered with me and my team at Opportunity DB to bring this survey to the industry. Reed, thanks for joining us today. I believe you're joining us from San Jose, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? That's right, Jimmy, and it's always a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on again. Yes, pleasure to have you on the podcast. You're one of my most prolific podcast guests. You've been on a a few episodes with me. I'll be sure to link to all of your prior appearances on the Opportunity Zones podcast in the show notes for today's episode. So let's talk about the impact investing survey that JTC Americas is organizing. First, what is it exactly and why are you doing it? Yeah, what we're really doing is putting together, we're doing a survey in order to put together a market research report that really focuses on the impact investing elements of the opportunity zones. And it'll extend beyond that, but opportunity zones is obviously home base for this. And the reason we decided to do this is because it's no secret that the future of the opportunity zones program depends really on the perceived success that the initiative is going to have in terms of delivering the economic results to communities in need. I mean, Congress has been all over that. That's the rhetoric rhetoric we hear consistently. There's quite a few versions of legislation that have been introduced to propose measurement of impact and impact reporting. All of the different industry groups and uh, various stakeholders are behind that initiative as well. So what we really wanted to do was use this survey to develop research to really help the industry understand what's going on in terms of investor motivations as well as sponsor desires. And I'm curious now, who are you expecting to take the survey? Are you you surveying the different product sponsors, fund managers, whatever you want to call them, or are you surveying investors or a little bit of both? Who would you like to have take this survey? All of the above. One of the things we've observed is that we're seeing fund managers uh, in particular starting to shift to promote the impact elements of their funds more aggressively. And that's what got us started on this. That's a trend that we've seen across our client base now of over 200 Opportunity Zone funds. So we were curious when we saw that as to what was behind that. And so we interviewed several of our clients to put the structure of the research report together, the survey together. So part of the questions are oriented at additional sponsors to really learn what their views are on the importance and relevance of impact, how that plays into their fund formation strategies and investor recruiting strategies. On the other hand, investors were very interested to learn what investors are looking for and how this all connects. So this is one of the real important reasons why we've partnered with your firm, Jimmy, because you guys do such an excellent job of communicating with the community that's out there. By partnering with you, we can get a really good perspective 
not only of what fund managers are trying to do, but what investors are trying to do. And hopefully, by connecting those dots, we can help fund managers design and develop products that are better suited for investors, and we can help investors find the types of investments that they're looking for. Yeah, I think in some ways, uh, we're trying to get to the bottom of, um, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, Reed, so push back against this if, uh, if I misspeak here. But I think we're trying to get to the bottom of, is impact investing important to the investing community? And if so, why? And so then how can investment product sponsors or fund managers better market their products to drive home that point? Is that right? Is that kind of what we're getting after here? Not only is that spot on, but in addition to that, we're looking for more detail than, than even that. So as an example, how do investors prioritize the impact elements of their investment? What kinds of trade-offs might they be willing to make, if any, in terms of an investment yield for certain elements of impact? What kind of reporting are they looking for along the way that the sponsor could provide? Those are the kinds of things that we think will be really, really helpful. But at a high level, you're absolutely right. That's the goal. What other types of questions are you asking on the survey? Yeah, those are types of questions. Those are good examples of questions as to what we are definitely doing. We're also asking lots of questions for fund managers in terms of their current fund structures, the types of things that they're investing in, how they're measuring and tracking impact of the investments they're making, those types of things. So it's, it's really a comprehensive survey. I think in total, it's about 25 or 30 questions. And we're sending it out to enough people, and we're hoping to get lots of responses so that it'll be certainly statistically valid and something we can slice and dice in various ways together to provide the industry with some really meaningful information. Yeah, the survey's open now, and we're helping you promote it because we're invested in learning the answers to a lot of these questions. And we'd like to hear from as many investors and fund sponsors as we possibly can. So if you are interested in learning more about the survey, you can head over to opportunitydb.com slash survey to learn more and to participate. Reed, I wanted to ask you about JTC Americas. I know you've been on the podcast several times before. You and I know each other quite well. Uh, we've known each other for a few years. But for those who may be unfamiliar with JTC Americas, can you tell us a little bit more about your firm, its history, and what you guys do exactly? Sure. So JTC is a global company, actually. We're a billion and a half market cap company traded on the London Stock Exchange. We have offices in 23 countries around the world. About half the business is a private wealth, private client a business, and the other half is administrative services like fund administration. So JTC Americas, we're really focused on providing fund administration services to investment types that are highly specialized and really have a focus on ultimately doing good. You know, there's been so many financial initiatives and incentives created over the years with good intentions, but far too often they fail to ultimately achieve the goal that they're, they're intending to. And one of the reasons for that is because the administrative burden can just be so huge by trying to provide all the data everybody wants, trying to meet all the regulations or compliance standards. These burdens can be just too much to allow the initiative to ultimately succeed. And in some cases, when there's not enough of that stuff, then the system or the, the initiative gets abused and it fails in, in that way. So our approach was to really develop our own technology which we use to do the administrative services to both 
protect against abuses and fraud, protect investors, protect fund managers, and at the same time, make it easy for them to comply with all the regulations and standards that are out there, including just basic financial reporting, financial statements, and, and the like. You mentioned we've worked together a lot, really, in the opportunity zone space, because that's an area that obviously is a financial investment vehicle that has a lot of complexity, but is intended to do good, and uh, we want to help it see that through. Yeah, your firm was uh, perfectly positioned to capture a lot of those funds that needed that type of professional services, that fund administration platform that you have. What we're talking about, impact investing, especially with this impact investing survey that we've been discussing since the top of the show, what type of impact reporting does your fund administration platform offer for private equity funds or opportunity zone funds specifically? Yeah, it's interesting because when we were building our product, we looked for solutions that we could implement that aligned with sort of the types of work that we would have to do anyway to provide the financial accounting, financial reporting services. So what we developed, we developed on our own. We also partnered with Howard W. Buffett, who's famously the grandson of Warren Buffett, who has developed a way to report financial impact called impact rate of return that we could create an algorithm to work with. And so by doing the fund accounting that we're doing anyway, we can provide sort of standard information like what is the impact rate of return sort of to Howard's uh, formula. But we also can calculate jobs created, labor income generated, taxable revenue generated for the community. We can track those kinds of things as just standard practice. In addition, we have the ability, we created the ability to have it be customizable because everybody has their own sort of passion for something, right? So if the investment strategy is really oriented at improving education, there's the way we can configure the solution to report on various education-related metrics. So we've been involved with a number of very, very interesting projects with all kinds of interesting goals, and we're excited about using that system to help them achieve it. And then the reporting is something that's online, available in uh, real time, that the funds can use and to help them market their uh, successes. Investors can track progress, and something that's available to all of our clients today. No, it's great. It's great work that you do, and I know you you represent uh, a lot of qualified opportunity funds that are open and, and receiving capital and closed funds as well. You represent a lot of the industry is what I'm trying to say. I want to get back to the survey for a moment. Actually, let's zoom out and take a look at impact investing as a whole before we do that. And maybe I'm about to ask you a question that you'll say, well, I don't know. I got to wait till the survey results come in. <laughs> but I'm curious if you do have any idea. I guess a two-part question for you, Reed. One, do you feel that there has been a trend toward impact investing from investors over the last several years or, or over the last generation or so? And two, why do you think that is, if that is the case? Certainly the data supports that that's a trend. Impact investing is, I suppose, one class of the broader ESG investing definition. ESG as a category has exploded in the last years. It is extremely high profile, and the data would suggest that ESG funds actually perform. Funds with an ESG focus or investments in firms with an ESG focus have a more positive, ultimately a more positive return. And so the market has been growing like crazy. This is particularly true, we find, internationally. The European markets are further ahead, I would say, than the U.S. is in terms of its investing emphasis in this area and in terms of the 
reporting requirements. There's much more governance and compliance uh, sort of reporting and standards in uh, in Europe. But the U.S. isn't that far behind. And I think part of it is driven by just the shift in our demographic. It seems that this is uh, climate change is an example, social impact, helping other communities. These are the things that have come to bear, I think, both from a generational perspective as younger people mature. This has been something that's front of mind for them. And now that they're of age, in many cases where they can make investments, they want to help. Also, the pandemic that we've gone through for the last couple of years has certainly heightened awareness of folks who are challenged in some of these communities and could really use use some help. So it's becoming a big deal. It's continuing to gain momentum. And I don't think there's going to be any slowing it down. And in fact, I think just like we're talking about in OZs, about having some level of reporting related to the impact uh, benefits of the investments, I think we're also going to see at a, at the, even at an SEC level, more diligence and more focus on making sure that ESG metrics and ESG reporting actually stand up to what they're saying. Yeah, particularly if that was the intent of Congress when passing some of these laws that created some of these tax advantage investment vehicles, opportunity zones uh, being the elephant in the room here, of course, that we're discussing right now. I think it's important that at some point we as an industry are able to prove that, hey, yeah, this is this is actually creating some impact in, in some of these places. It, it is doing the work that Congress intended it to do. Absolutely, Reed. I, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I think in terms of you know, why this is happening, that's one of the, to bring you back to the survey, going that next level down to try to look at the specific motivations of investors and what determines which impact investments they might pull the trigger on versus others is really where we're trying to go with the survey ultimately, right? To get it to a much granular level to help fund managers actually decide how to implement and structure funds in a way that uh, can be most successful for everybody. Right on. And the survey is open right now, and it's going to close fairly soon, I believe. But once all the numbers are crunched and you're able to put together a report, is that report going to be made public to to anybody who wants to get access to it? Yeah, that's our plan. Uh, Definitely those that respond to the survey, of course, all the responses will be anonymous and private. But on an aggregate, we'll make the data data available to those that uh, participate. And we'll also, through your help on your website and other marketing events, uh, let folks know how to get that information. Very good, Reed. Well, like I said, the survey is open right now, and we are working with JTC Americas to help promote it and drive some response to it. So if you are an Opportunity Zone fund sponsor or issuer, or if you're an impact investor or OZ investor, however you identify yourself, we would love it if you could help us out and take the survey. You can learn more by heading to opportunitydb.com slash survey. And there you can learn all about how to take the survey and and how long it'll be open for. And actually, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe a few weeks after it's aired, the survey may already be closed, but then you can opt in there to learn more about how to access the conclusions from the survey. So either way, head to opportunitydb.com slash survey to learn more. Reed, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. I appreciate your time. Always a pleasure, Jimmy. Thanks so much for having me on. And thank you to your listeners for listening. That's it for our show today. A huge thank you to you, our listener. If you liked this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. 
The Opportunity Zones podcast is produced by the Opportunity Database. Visit OpportunityDB.com to learn more about Opportunity Zones and Opportunity Zone Fund investing. You can learn how to subscribe to this podcast and read more about today's guest in the show notes by visiting OpportunityDB.com slash podcast. And we'll be back soon with another episode. Thank you.